Captain's Log, Episode 30. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. This week, the Captain and Huck welcome our Wisconsin correspondent, Beer Wonder, for a deep look at the evolution and current state of craft beer in the land of cheese and cows. We also explore the connection between beer and cannabis culture, and even take a glimpse at the Oscar race. Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 30, Go Midwest, Young Wonder. Well, with a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the BeerCast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you from an undisclosed location on the west side of Manhattan Town, this is the Pale Male Hophead Hook. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the county of Door in Wisconsin, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And we are... The, the Beer Avengers. Hey, that was good. That was. That's good. We're, we're the Beer Avengers, everyone. Welcome, uh, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea and uh, whatever else you Beer Avengers out there are calling yourselves these days. Uh, welcome once again. It is just the three of us because uh, Beer Wonder is pulling double duty this week. Uh, but we'll get to more of that after the pours. Um, also, uh, hey guys, uh, I know this is going to be released next week, but we are recording this on April 20th. Mm. So happy 420. Happy 420, everybody. Yeah. It's a good day, y'all. It's a good day. It is. It is. And, and, uh, in fact, the traditional, the traditional good things of 420 being a good day are a little bit, uh, damped down by the, Really, the other must, much more important thing that happened in 420 this year, I'm talking about the George Floyd uh, ver- well, the, verdict. For the verdict. Verdict, yeah. That just yeah. came out this afternoon, and uh, it's, a, it's a step. Yeah, absolutely. It's, a, it's an important step. Um, anyway, though, but uh, I, I guess uh, enough of all of this. Uh, let's get to the pours, guys. Heck yes. I think so. Uh, uh, oof. What do we do? I don't know. Uh, I got a great beer. Okay, great. Oh my goodness, Huck! Would you please go first? Absolutely. I want I want Huck to go first. You know, we've been trying to get trying to get more Connecticut. It would only be polite. It would only be polite. We've been trying to get more Connecticut going. This is a synopsis: cranberry blood orange sour ale from Area Two, which is part of Two Roads Brewing. Uh, in uh, Connecticut, uh, Two Roads is quite a big brewery, but Area Two is where they're doing all their experimentation uh, with their sours. So we're going to give this little baby a shot. They do a series of synopses, and this is also built nicely for left-handed people. It's got the (laughs) label on both sides for the pictures. Double-sided. And uh, yeah, I hope to get some nice flavors out of this. Got the old taku out. Beautiful. Here we go. Oh, there she is. Oh my god. Oh, ooh, the okay, so it's this is very red. Very yeah. red. Um yeah, and good and but a very creamy um white head, although bigger bubbles I'm noticing. So ooh. it's gonna have kind of a, a higher carbonation level it's effervescent. Like yeah, there's a lot happening. Like uh got a real like cherry Kool-Aid kind of look to it. Yeah. It's yeah. on the computer. I gotta look at it in real life. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got a nice color to it. All right. Very good. Uh, cherry Kool-Aid is an excellent way to describe this beer. Well done. <laughs> Definitely getting that orange on the nose. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. I guess All right. Go I ahead, guess, gentlemen. I guess, uh-huh. uh, shall I go next? Head go for it. Quickly. Yeah. 
All right. Well, the uh, the beer I have tonight just happens to be a sponsored pour. That's right. It's a sponsored pour from Astoria wow. Beer and Cheese Ditmars in Astoria, Queens, thirty five dash eleven Ditmars. If you've been if you've been following their Instagram, you may have noticed they've been doing a big fifth hammer promotion. Uh, mm. They they uh, they they gave away a whole bunch of. Uh, I think they gave away a hundred dollar gift certificate. Uh, they gave away a whole bunch of uh, uh, they get some Fifth Hammer beer. Uh, they they also gave some Fifth Hammer swag and some maybe uh, Story Beer and Cheese swag. And I saw that and I went in the other day and I said, Ryan, like I think you need to load me up with some uh, Fifth Hammer beer. So he gave me some really good ones uh, that I'm going to be sharing with you guys soon. But the one Fantastic. I'm going to have today is from their their Imperial Stout Slice series. Ooh. It's the Marble Slice. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Clocking in at twelve point five percent ABV. Oh, bless it. It's an imperial stout with chocolate and peanut butter. Love that PB. Oh, that's delicious. Here we go. And good crack. Really good it crack. Certainly is. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. Nice dark mm-hmm. one there. Very little head growth. So with a twelve percent, right. that's probably what you'd expect. Right, uh, and this is a pretty fresh beer too. Mm-hmm. They just got the shipment in directly from the brewery the other day, so there we have it. Oh, very nice. All, All right. right. Well, I guess it, it falls to me to, to wrap up this trio. Uh, and since I am on location, I do have a very special beer for you. Uh, I have got the one and only New Glarus Brewing Company Spotted Cow. A noted oh, Wisconsin Exactly. A notable Wisconsin beer. In fact, uh, rare in other parts of the country because it can only be acquired here in the state of Wisconsin. It is illegal to sell it anywhere else. So I figured it would be a good one for us to enjoy this week. So let's do a pour, shall we? We're using borrowed glassware this week. Oh, very good. So I'm sorry, what what was the genre of that one? Uh, So this is... Uh, so what you're looking at is uh, qualified as a farmhouse ale. Farmhouse, okay. Um, Makes sense. So there's the cow connection, yeah. Ex- yes, the cow, exactly. Um, but Does it's got a nice a straw ni- color there. Good straw color. Decent head retention even in this glass here. Yeah. And of course, you know, a cow on the label, which is always a good time. Oh, very good. So, yeah, all right. All right. Now, was that hard to get a hold of? Um, it's, it is not a difficult thing to get a hold of in the state of Wisconsin. New Glarus is sort of, uh, well, a, a very abundant here, but if you are outside of the state of Wisconsin, it is not legal to buy it or serve it. So wow. exactly the forbidden beer. Well, cheers, right, well, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Plancha, pie, and all the rest. Very good. Well, that's nice. The, the. It's curious. The, the the peanut butter is strong, but it doesn't overpower the chocolate, um, mm. which is a. Uh, I mean, we've, we've talked before that I know Huck, you're uh, you're pretty huge into the peanut butter. I I can go either way, uh, <clears throat> but this this is nice. I think you might like it even more than I do. All right. Uh, well, I know I love that uh, that coffee brown you gave me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh, that was so good. Oh, the one from. One from Surly. From Surly, Surly speaking yep. of Minnesota. Yeah, that was yep. great. And what's funny that I didn't realize that it was kind of, had been in the can a while. It was from October. Mm. So I was like, well, well, we'll see what happens. And it was just like, wow, so good. That was a killer. So that's like one of my favorite beers. We were sitting here. I was with the Mother Pucker and Cider Girl and uh, the Non. Yes, the Non. The Non. And, uh, we were trying different beers. I'm like, yeah, that one's okay. That one's okay. And we got that coffee bender. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was really, uh, uh, my foot was in bad shape that day. And I was like, oh, my God. They're like, oh, he's alive. So really, no. is that on the Canada been there since October? Yeah, it was on October. Was the oh, day. that's wild. Because, yeah, I just ordered it a couple months ago. No, I know. I, I, I had heard that some, the, the, some of the tap room, they do have a bit of a reputation for some of their beers hanging around for a while. Right, um, and that can be okay as long as it's not one of the uh, these I, I, hazy IPAs or even regular IPAs. Yeah, although I, I think that they are responding to that controversy a little bit because uh, I think I think I think you can actually look up h- how old the beer is uh, when you order it on their on their uh, website or their app. Ooh. that Very having cool. having said that, the cosmonaut I'm changing I'm saving for you is uh is one of the ones that i got from a story of beer and cheese recently so 
we will not have that problem with that one. Again, that's mm-hmm. also a Russian imperial stout, so yeah, that's hey, well. an issue. Yeah, those yeah, will age. Hold well. Those will age absolutely beautifully. Uh, so New Glarus, uh, yeah. they're one of the older craft breweries. Yeah, yeah, Is that they right? go, they're. I believe they're listed as like the seventeenth or fifty. Excuse me, it's the fiftieth largest craft brewery and twenty fifth largest overall brewery in the United States by sales volume. So they're they're pretty old. I mean, they go back to ninety three, so they're not ninety three. Yeah, that's a good the, age. Yeah. yeah, they're so they're pretty old in that sense. And um, the the one that I am drinking, this is their top seller, the Spotted Cow. It is um, a beer that. Uh, is uh was first brewed in 1997 and they describe it as a cask conditioned farmhouse ale so cask it's sort of conditioned exactly yep um and it it adheres to reinheitsgebot purity regulations using only for you know hand selected all natural ingredients yeast hops water and malted barley um and they let the yeast remain in the um bottles which gives it that sort of cloudy characteristic i got you so it's a pretty sort of it, it it is one of the best known beers in Wisconsin. It is a beer right. that many that that you can find at most at many places that have you know beer. In fact, um, I was picking up food at a restaurant here a couple nights ago, and uh, it was a restaurant that didn't have a particularly good beer selection. You know, all the big boys that we're familiar with, but they also had Spotted Cow. So it sort of is like a standard bearer beer. Um, right, especially in the state of Wisconsin, and coveted by people who spent time here. So, if you were a college student at, um, you know, the University of Wisconsin system in Madison, a lot of people continue to look for that sort of out in the world. It's very creamy, and I think that that's something that people sort of note about it. It's got that you can take a look. It's got tiny little bubbles here, oh, yeah. um, really uh, tight foam head, so you get that yeah. really creamy mouthfeel as a part of it. Oh, no kidding. And, yeah. So it does have this kind of like it has the feeling of being cream ale. And a lot of people will call it that because of the way it tastes and feels. But it's a little bit more on the fruity, malty side of things. You really okay. get that distinct flavor from it. So it's a little sweet and it's got that sort of farmhouse kick characteristic. I don't specifically know what kind of casks they're using for the conditioning, um, but it does kind of have a little bit of a syrupy feel to it. Um, very delicious, very easy drinker. Um, comes in, I think, just under. Five percent, four point eight percent. So yeah. you know, goes down really easy. Um, and also, you know, only to be found in the state of Wisconsin. In fact, when I first moved to New York, um, there was a notable bust in two thousand and nine. Um, I had heard underground tell of a bar that was selling spotted cow in the city and it is very illegal and so people who had a connection to wisconsin were going to this bar to get it and the bar got busted i'm pretty sure it was in williamsburg um, but we'll have to check that on the hookups next week but um notably also there have been busts that have happened in minnesota um so it's kind of a rarity which is why i felt important to bring it to the beer cast today. yeah absolutely so, something you can't get anywhere else that's the great thing mm-hmm. about uh having our uh, our regional representatives which uh you are temporarily this week. Temporarily, yes. <laughs> Saving people this, from bad beer in Upper Wisconsin. What I what I'm finding even more more so so I guess it sounds like that one is a it's a very unique take on the farmhouse. I mean, it's definitely it sounds like it it has the 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 flavor profile of it, but that cream sort of adds its own unique stamp on that genre. Yeah, the creaminess for me this this does set it apart. I mean, I think I knew this was a farmhouse ale, and then I had other farmhouse ales that are more traditional. I'm kind of looking a little bit at like what transmitter does, yeah. um, but um, and those have a definitely more of a bite and a kick to them. You can tell a little bit of that Brett feel to it. This one is much creamier, um, so it's even easier to drink uh, and pretty accessible. Um, some people love it. Like people do drive. Uh, over the borders to try and get it. It's like a coveted thing for you know, surrounding states. Um, but other people are just sort of fine with it. And if you like a hoppier beer, this is probably not going to be your favorite because the hops are incredibly mm. subtle. I mean, I can barely taste them. Right. It's really all about the malt. It's really about the farmhouse taste. And it's really all about that cream feel. All so, right. But delicious. Sounds like, sounds like a winner, yeah. Yeah, but Huck, we, we got to get the full report on this bright, this cherry Kool-Aid beer you've got here. It definitely doesn't taste like cherry Kool-Aid. It's an interesting combination because cranberry is a real tart berry and blood orange uh, isn't necessarily the sweetest orange, right? I like a blood orange, uh, but you really get more of that orange peel flavor. So it's a very, it is a very tart sour ale. They say it's a, a wild ale, Okay. which... I believe means it's open air fermentation. Uh, that's yeah. something we can check in the hookups. 
-hmm. unless uh, you want to make that as a correct statement. I'll take a quick look. Uh, But they do it and they do a bunch of ones in different flavors. And I did grab it. I went to a a place in uh, 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 Mystic, Connecticut, which is somewhere where we always stop uh, on our Cape Cod trips. We don't always, but that's like kind of our halfway point, get gas. And uh, we actually go to McDonald's, which is something that we don't normally do in real life. But when you're in a car. Or in an airport. So now it's kind of now it's starting to become traditional. I go get my fillet my fillet of fish with no tartar sauce, my, which is uh, my, all what my, I always had as a kid. My <laughs> bank has its ATMs at uh, McDonald's, so yeah, that's, that's right. what I go to McDonald's for. Yeah, uh, no, it's funny. It's funny. Mystic Connecticut always reminds me that the growing up in Ohio, mm. uh, the first place I first time I ever heard of Mystic Connecticut was the uh, early Julia Roberts film Mystic Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> of course, little, little movie called Mystic Pizza. Well, yes. I've had. The, I, well, do but do people still know that movie? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, they know the pizza. I mean, it's a, it's a good, okay. it's a good pizza place. Oh, yeah. oh, it's a real place. Yeah, we yes. went we went uh, a few years ago. Yeah, I think about a couple times. I mean, it's good. It's not like you know, it's a, it's a solid New York style pizza. Yeah, it's good. Excellent. When we got old Mystic Village there, it's like an old yeah old timey village. Uh, on the on the uh, the sound, yeah, Long Island Sound that is. It's a nice anyway, found this little 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 packy as we would mm-hmm. say in Massachusetts, a package store, and they had a lot of they did have a lot of good Connecticut beer, but everything was IPA. So I was like, yeah, and they didn't have single cans, but they had this in a single can, so that's why I grabbed it because we got to get our we got to rep Connecticut a little more. Now I'm out of Connecticut beers now though, so they're on their own. Well. Good job, to Connecticut. You know, keep, we, keep we, we have, Anyway, it's tart. Also, it's very tart. If anybody in Connecticut would like to send us some beers, just reach out to us at thebeervengers at gmail.com or find us on Instagram, and we will happily accept your beers. There you yes, go. And, and, and the, uh, that, that effervescence is as. Uh, oh, yeah. It's gone, gone away, away real quick. Quickly. I think this do, is a clean glass. Do you feel. Does it feel effervescent? Do you get that intense, like, bubbly action in your mouth? Or? Yeah. Okay. It's still, but I get more of the of the the tart fruit flavors, on the especially in the finish. Sure. And I even get that orange peel, like like you know, sometimes you bite into the peel, it gets that little little uh, sour flavor. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. On an orange peel, I'm getting that, and the the cranberry. I'm trying to read this date. I know it's not super current. It's hard to read. It's like stamped. Like oh yeah, down at the bottom. Oh, I love it when they stamp on the bottom. It's, it's on the side though. Your, oh, it's on the side. Okay. But I can read it. Eleven. There's an eleven. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're making out some sort of fifty-two. Code here. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's not yeah, my favorite, I, but it's good. I don't always check for that, but since uh, we're doing that now, uh, which I, I think that actually could be, uh, we should talk about that more. Um, mm-hmm. Mine is uh, March eleventh. Okay. This year, this yeah, year, yeah, 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 yeah. So very like fresh. That. It's interesting. This one is, uh, I'm, 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 I, I like it. I, I don't know if it's my favorite from this series. Uh, mostly probably because of the peanut butter. Uh, I, I am right. Like I said, that's why I think you like it more than I, I would. But I, it's, but the chocolate is very, very present as well. So I'm enjoying mm. it. Uh, when I said they're slice series, they've just had a number of beers in a row with the word slice in it that are all imperial stouts. The other ones being. Nilla slice, home slice, and uh, dark slice. Uh-huh. In fact, oh. uh, if you wonder, when we visited there a couple months ago, I think dark slice is the one that I took home with four-pack of, and I like that one very much. Probably a little mm. bit better than this one, but this one is still really. Uh, this is this is it's it's if this is your flavor po- profile, I think you'll really like this beer. Yeah, I remember we had a PB and J stout when we were there uh, a mm-hmm. couple years ago. Yeah, uh, which was very tasty. Um, well, Huck, I did just want to, to bust in with some late-breaking facts about wild ales. Please. Um, gener- generally, they are characterized by the introduction of uh, using a yeast or bacteria in addition to Saccharomyces cerevisiae for um, fermentation. So generally, yes, it could be either artificially introduced uh, okay. or it could be done using the cool ship, as you're describing. And many uh, many breweries that do really excellent wild beer or wild uh, ales, especially American wild ales, will use that cool ship, which they just lay out in an apple orchard and whatever shows up, shows up. Um, right. So, um, so yes, you are correct on all the counts, sir. 
Well, this area too, they built specifically so they could do these experimental beers mm-hmm. uh, because they have su- they had such such success at two roads. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered how they got so big so quickly. And the, the reason is, or one of the reasons is that they became uh, contract brewers for other, uh, mm. they had a lot of space. So they were able to, and one of the ones they famously contracted was Sip of Sunshine from uh, Lawson's, mm-hmm. which was one yeah, of the yeah. most popular IPAs in Vermont at the time. And then it became more of a, a, a wider market once they started doing that. And then they were able to, they were able to just do what they want as far as experimentation. One of the beers that I love from them a lot, the captain has probably had this, is the Expressway Stout. Not Expressway. It's a, it's a, a you know, all their all their beers have either two or Rhodes puns. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Expressway sounds. Expressway like- Stout is Ale Smith, oh, or yeah. or uh, Espresso. Uh, oh, I see. Because it's, it's a coffee, like, yeah. it's a it's, coffee stout. Yeah, and it's one of the best coffee stouts I've had. If I see it on the menu, I get it. A lot much like the reaction I had to that coffee bender. I always, uh, I had it on nitro uh, a couple years ago down the Cape. I was like, ah, oh, this is so good. It's one of my favorites. So two roads are still making good stuff. Yeah. As it should be. We want good things for our favorite brewers for sure. Um, what was I going to look? I was going to take a look at that, but uh, all right, there you go. Yeah, now you got me uh, a little curious. I'm looking up on uh, on Untapped on my list there of the thousands of beers I have listed on there. Uh, <laughs> What's crazy is ever since I decided that I love that beer, I can never find it. Huh. <laughs> Isn't that always how it is, though? They put it up on the Instagram. They say, oh, we got another release. I'm like, great, great. When's it going to be here? And it never shows up in the city. Okay, I found it. It's uh, it's it's called Espressway. 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 <laughs> Yes, uh, I most recently had that in August 6, 2018. At least that's the last time okay. I recorded it. Uh, that's probably I, around I the time it, I had one, too. Gave it four and a quarter stars. Hey, uh, that's not bad. And I also had a really good one from them. Uh, also, uh, several times between 2014 and 2018. Uh, and that's uh, Igor's Dream. Yes, yes, yes. Which is a Russian Imperial Stout, 10.9%. So, For whatever reason... Uh, I don't know why this is coming up in the search for two roads. They want to show me some of the even more Jesuses. So I don't know if they ever, <laughs> they ever collaborated with them on that. They may have. <laughs> well, with the, 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 with the Connecticut distribution, there might be a connection there. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, it's funny. We, we, we talk about the various Connecticut things and uh, I know you've mentioned more than once that the 12% is mm. out of Connecticut, but I keep seeing Brooklyn turning up when I'm looking them up these days. Interesting. So I wonder if they if they have offices in both places. Maybe I know that the most of the beers are got out of North Haven, Connecticut. Yeah. Um, and I think they're brewing there too. Some brew there. I'm not sure who brews there. Yeah, it might, it might have even been the uh, the oh fuck yeah my dude. Uh, oh, fuck said, yeah, uh, my deal. Twelve percent Brooklyn. Dude. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, my dude. Delicious and magical beer fills my soul in so many ways. Oh boy! So, so yeah. So uh, now, uh, Beer Wonder, you've been yes. uh, there for when did when did you when did you get to Wisconsin? Yes. So I am I am on location coming to you from the Upper Midwest um, in in First Adventures. Uh, so I have been here in the uh, Upper Midwest since this past Sunday. So this is okay. kind of like my third ish, second and a half, third ish full day uh, here because I got in nice and early. Uh, and you know, having being lucky enough now to have had both of my COVID vaccines uh, and uh, finding out that my parents also have had both of their COVID vaccines, we decided we wanted to meet up and see each other because as with many of us, it's been a while since we've seen our loved ones. Um, however, my parents did not want to be staring at the four walls of their home and the home that I grew up in uh, any longer. And so we agreed to meet in uh, Door County, which is a place where I spent my summers when I was in college uh, working in a state park. Um, and so it's an area that I know pretty well uh, and that they know pretty well. And so they drove over. I flew into uh, Green Bay, go Packers. And then we drove up the peninsula and are now hanging out in the county of Door. Um, I'm looking at the map now. Yeah. Yeah. It's way up there. It is the tiny little thumb on the side of, um, of Wisconsin. It sticks it's like right a real pure peninsula. 
Oh, yes. It's right there. It like just sticks right up. Into Lake Michigan, that is. Indeed, yes. Into Lake Michigan. Uh, and we are currently in, um, I think it's a friend of my parents uh, who have like a, a little cabin up here. Um, I was getting so, me a question. I thought you got, like, got an Airbnb kind of deal or something. No, it is. It's someone, uh, a friend of my folks that that has a space up here, and that they were oh, uh, kindly willing to lend us. So we've been uh, we've been enjoying ourselves. There's a lake and a little nature preserve. So we've been I've been enjoying the joy of nature and breathing fresh air that is a little bit different than our Gotham. And of course, getting a new selection of beer because one of the joys of beer is that it tends to be fairly regional, right? Um, yeah, we know our they've got a lot of breweries out there, don't they? Yeah, they do. In fact, um, in just, I mean, while right now the top brewing state in the country is California, but that probably has something to do with their size as well. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Um, you know, Wisconsin is no joke in terms of brewing. They have over 200 breweries, close to 205 at the last count that I could find um, in the state of Wisconsin. And of course, we know Wisconsin, right, as the beer state because we get right. our dear friends PBR from places like this. And you've got the brewers in Milwaukee. But Miller Miller is uh, uh, based out of Wisconsin. Based here. Right? Yep. Yeah. Is a local is local to here as well. Um, but you know, there there is a, a fairly hefty brewing culture in, in the state of Wisconsin and it goes all the way back to the eighteen hundreds. In eighteen forty there was a Welshman who um, created the very first brewery in all of Wisconsin and then it continued to grow as German immigration came here. Right. Um, and so it's it's got a pretty it's got a good brewing scene. And of course as with all other places, there are some, you know, interesting craft breweries that are starting to show up here. Now, have 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 either of you spent time in Wisconsin? I have not. Okay. No. And I, I've always liked people from Wisconsin, but the people I knew moved to New York. So that yes, there is a definite upper Midwest like expat community in New York. How about you, Captain? Yeah, I've never really spent any time at all in Wisconsin. I uh, oof, I'm trying to think, uh, like I. Um... A little bit of Nebraska for a couple of weeks at one point, mm -hmm. um, but uh, but no, I've I've never spent any. I know I've passed through it, I think, but I have not have not spent any time in Wisconsin. But it sounds like a lovely place. Yeah, my yeah. Midwest knowledge, and I mean, I know stuff, but the, my 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 visiting is uh, the parts of the U.S. of Midwest is probably the least visited on my my end. I've been yeah, to well, Ohio. I recently okay. went to Indianapolis. Okay. Uh, but I've never even gone to Chicago outside the airport. Um, Michigan, I haven't been to. Iowa, uh, Minnesota. Uh, you know, I just haven't been there. Well, that's, I mean, it's it's a, lo it's a lovely place. Lots I'd of like to go. Open lakes, lots of cows, um, which I guess tracks given the, the dairy production in the state. But right. in terms of like breweries that are here, it's mostly been German styles of beer and which would make sense why New Glarus would be pushing Reinheitsgebot as a, the way that they approach um, the spotted cow. Um, and I think New Glarus was one of the ones that really kind of put them on the map in terms of the craft beer scene, because okay. when they, when they started in 93, of course, it was pretty early on in that's early. Yeah. yeah. The craft beer movement. Um, and while they're known for Spotted Cow, which came out, they do have a whole variety pack. In fact, the one that I'm drinking tonight came in a variety pack of different kinds of beers um, that they produce. And they've taken a really great holistic view to beer brewing, right? Not only are they an employee-owned company, but they if you go to the FAQs on their website, in addition to like, how do you book a tour and what kind of beers do you make and where do you get your beer? They also have three paragraphs on why they are in favor of universal health care. Sure, that which makes is just sense. yeah delightful to see, right? Just absolutely delightful to see. Um, but um, the the like beginnings of, of brewing sort of in the state really came after prohibition because believe it or not, Gotham City was the home of brewing in the United States really until prohibition. In fact, we were putting out close to seventy five percent of the beer in um, New York. in the entire United States. New York, yes. Wow. In fact, New York City, um, we were really the home of that. Um, so if you look at parts of the Upper East Side, like German neighborhoods and like what is today Yorkville, um, lots of those areas were had beer gardens and breweries and production brewing was happening all the way out in, uh, out in parts of Williamsburg. And then as, um, as Prohibition clamped down and as we were able to do more refrigerated movement, a lot of brewing uh, and the big kids that were able to survive the Prohibition, like our dear friends Miller and Anheuser-Busch, moved out to the Midwest. 
because right. there's lots of space. You can make big breweries there. And if you've got a refrigerated train car, it's not that hard to get it to, you know, those of us who are still hanging out in New York City, what used to be the epicenter of beer yeah. before Prohibition. So yeah, do, they really yeah. got after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just remember for the longest time that Milwaukee was like the place that was like mm-hmm. there, which, which made it always the funniest thing to me that uh, since so many of the so many of the best breweries that existed of the time that, uh, you know, Milwaukee was known for having good beer. So the mm-hmm. supreme irony was that one of the <laughs> worst beers that I grew up with, that was the cheapest, most garbage beer that, you know, when you're old enough, when you're old enough to drink beer, but not old enough to afford decent beer, Milwaukee's best. Yeah. Well, yes. Naturally. They called naturally. it Milwaukee's best, and it is one of the worst beers that's ever been made. And old Milwaukee is also a classic uh, beer. Yeah, I, w- I would say that's more of a mid grade. <laughs> well, because of Laverne and Shirley, I always th- I thought all beers were made in Milwaukee. Yeah, of course. Well, that would yeah. track. That would make sense. And, and then I, when somebody and- said Budweiser was out of St. Louis, I'm like, Wow, St. Louis, not Milwaukee. Yeah, isn't that what beer is made? And then uh, and then of course Coors is from Colorado. Yeah, so that didn't didn't completely track. Now I'm looking at my map of Door County here and. Yes. Uh, I see the peninsula, but it looks like much like Cape Cod, they've turned it into an island. There's a small canal. There is, a, there is a small canal uh, that, that separates. Uh, and then there is actually an island at the very, very tip. I believe it's called Washington Island, um, oh, which neat. is way up at the top. Um, but we are closer to Bailey's Harbor. And I meant to double check the name of Got this it. because there there is a brewery here in Bailey's Harbor. Um that is on the list of, of adventures to have here uh, uh, while we're up there. Let me just check the name one more time. Um, but it is known as, well, there's the Door County Brewing Company Taproom and Music Hall, of course. But there is another brewery up here, and I will, uh, oh, Hacienda Brewing Company, that's it. Um, but, um, so so it's got, they've got those sort of pockets of brewing up here. But Door County, at least for me personally, is notable because um, this is where I happen to be when I turned 21. Aha. Now, naturally, I had had beer before that. But my first legal drink, which was of a beer, did happen in Door County. And so it's kind of special to be bringing a little bit of that love to you guys. It was an okay beer. I don't think it was super (laughs) mass produced. I couldn't tell you what it was. Um, But I distinctly remember being very proud of like, my first beer being here in in Door County, Wisconsin. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I did not document my first legal beer. It was, it was, it was before the age of twenty-one. Yes, we we talked in, about that for a while. Yeah, uh, no, it was because this was like right when they were phasing it out. Right, right. Um, it was uh, at that point in Ohio, the drinking age was for beer. This is weird. They had a separate one for beer and for liquor. But the drinking mm-hmm. age for beer, I think, probably had been 18 at one point, but now it had been 19 for a little while. And and I got just over the cutoff. Oh, okay. Uh, so, and, and and they didn't take it away from me, but once they, ra- but they raised it to 21 between, after I turned 19, they raised it to 21. Mm. But anyone who was already 19 got grandfathered in. Hmm. Now I had a beer, a legal beer at eighteen. Okay. Because I went to school in North Adams, Massachusetts, and that was right near the Vermont border. Where, when I was eighteen, it was the drinking age was still eighteen in Vermont. Ah. So we went oh, to. Okay. The, we I don't. I wish I'd remembered the name of the beer. Uh, I'm sure it was. It might have been just been Bud. I don't know. We yeah. went. We 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 crossed the border and, went and found this bar, and I proceeded to get absolutely hammered and like so badly that I was throwing up a lot. And uh, this was like, just like that first month at school is like the beginning of the end for me, but that was my first legal beer. Uh, And it was like a dollar, you know, dollar, dollar beers. It was like so cheap. And I, Oh man, but turning 21 there with Milwaukee's best. Yeah. (laughs) When we turn, when I turned 21, my friend uh, Tango and I, uh, he and I, had birthdays three days apart in the middle of July. And so we had a massive party at our house. Yes. And, uh, 
we were doing children's theater at the time. And oh man, that was a blast. That party was out of control. I don't think I threw up that night either. That was good. But uh, I don't, I forget what beers they were. <laughs> we did have a beer. What was it called? Not a half of a half and refer. Do you remember that? I do uh, captain? remember. Yeah, I do. It I had, it had a I little puzzle hearing. under, under the bottle cap. It was usually a 20 ounce bottle. And it was like this, Almost, I guess it was like a, a a a malt liquor. I feel like I know the name of the beer, know than it more than I know the actual beer. Well, we used to drink mm. a few of those, and they would get you. I mean, they'd get you drunk fast. They were really strong. They weren't necessarily good, and they were strong. And they would have the puzzles. Uh, 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 beer wonder. They had like uh, mm-hmm. like concentration, like uh, uh, the oh, pictures, yes. and you had to figure out what the phrase was. And of course, you're so <laughs> wasted. You spend hours just looking at this bottle cap. Right, right. I got to look that up. What was that called? It's interesting. I I, feel I I love the fact that with the three of us on here, we're all uh, getting some either previously seen or maybe a few unseen parts of our origin story. Yeah, I mean, there we go. I mean, here's the thing. It's, I mean, I'm glad that we're filling in these 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 parts of of that those important histories that bring us to where we are. Oh, what is this? Oh, now we've got private stock. Is what uh, that's the uh, that's the heaven refer. Heaven refer private stock. Forty ounce. It's a forty, not a twenty. So this is like one one of the original forties. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a Boston brewer uh, established in 1870. It was brewed in Boston. Heffenreffer Private Stock. Uh, it was a malt liquor. It ceased production in 2013. Oh, wow. But before that, yeah, that was like one of those beers that you just had to had to get every once in a while. Oh, very I mean, I remember it was not, it didn't taste good. They called it the Green Monster, Heffenrecker, the Green Death. Yeah, that was some beer. Golly. I know. Well, keeping with our Midwest theme, yeah. To the shock of everyone, yeah. The beer wonder has a second beer tonight. A second pour for the beer wonder. This exactly. Is the, this is only the second time this has ever happened. I think. I know it's it's in, it's a big in, moment. This is episode thirty, and in, and and in uh, in in twenty eight episodes, you did not. It's on have vacation. A That's I, I know. Obviously, no. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I'm. I'm actually. I'm. I, I'm reveling in this. I think it's. I know. Wonderful. Well, it's. I mean, and the, honestly, the last second pour I had was actually uh, was actually a beer that I brewed. So well, yeah. this is like that's right. This is a, it's a monumental moment. Um, I'm gonna have a second pour, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I again, I'm getting to spend some time with my family, which is really exciting because you know we've all been so separated from each other. But um, when I was chatting with my my father, and I told him, you know, well, we're going to be taping when we're together in Wisconsin, he was like, "Oh, well, I've got a fun beer for you to bring on the podcast." So nice. this is a uh, the, the father of beer wonder recommendation, and he tells me it is one of his favorite beers. It is a from a very small brewery in Minneapolis, um, and it is called Price Brewing, and this is the Price Miraculum Midwest. IPA, <laughs> which is also a style we have not yet had a chance to check. Miraculum. Miraculum. Yes. So in honor yeah. of the father of Beer Wonder, let's check this bad boy out, shall we? All right, here we go. Oh, it's got that dark uh, West West Coast oh, yeah. style yep. color. Really, really good West Coast color. Decent head retention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good pour. But... But a wildly fruity nose. Okay. And that's what's interesting because what, as, as I dug deeper, because we all know the difference between East Coast and West Coast, right? Like we all oh, know yeah. sure. East Coast. I think we've be, covered that by now. Yeah. 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 Everybody, hopefully, if you, <laughs> if you haven't, you can go back and just listen to me yap about this probably on every episode. And, but and, and, the, and you should. We have a full yeah. archive uh, at thebeervengers.com. Yeah. But what the Miraculous Midwest IPA, which is a style that is starting to grow here in in the middle of the country, um, defines themselves as a unique combination of citrus hop flavors and a smooth malty finish, the perfect balance between hoppy West Coast and malty East Coast beers. So they are trying to have it both ways. Uh Aha, yes. And uh, which which tracks for the Midwest because we like to find common ground usually, I guess, because we're right in the middle. Um, But... 
the nose is definitely all fruit and the tongue is very bitter. And it is exactly the combination of the smell that you would expect of a fruity beer coming out of a New England style, but the bite and the kick that you would expect of something from the Midwest. So it's a confusing beer in that sense, in that I don't quite know what I'm getting, but it's lovely. Yeah. It's delicious. Um, and, uh, you know, when um, this brewery um, price was started by two lawyers who started brewing out of their garage and then built it into this thing and it's apparently fairly well known in the twin cities um whenever my uh my father goes out for a beer he will always go and as a good you know member of our extended member of our clan he will try out a beer and want to try something new and add to it and then he always winds up defaulting back to the beers that he knows which in this case is the the price miraculum so um i'm proud to say he's he's doing a good job and i'm i think this is a delicious beer I love that we're hearing more and more stories like that because it's not surprising at all how many craft brewers started as home brewers. Oh yeah, yeah. it's pretty common. Well, it allows um, that kind of experimentation, um, right? And the ones that make it understand the business side of things. But it's great that we can, you know, keep trying things out in our garages. And uh, and on a related note, I was oh. uh, last night I was watching uh, your your roommate Ethan's. Uh, uh, show who who wrote this shit uh yes. which which my roommate glenn will be on next week uh yes please so, watch. So w- watch that um but uh i was having a bit of a oh let's see i i, I wouldn't wouldn't call it a full-on argument but a bit of a a, a di- well i was talking to, to to uh to the belgian babe um and we were spitballing uh, about how your father might pronounce his name his oh name. interesting that's a great because question. I, 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 I have a very specific theory about how it should be pronounced. Well, you've met she, the man. And she had a theory about sometimes people spell it that way, but pronounce it differently. Oh, interesting. So, uh, how does he pronounce his name? So um, the name is pronounced Emil. That's that was okay. So I'm right. Yep. Thank you. Not Emil or Emil. It's no. Emil. Oh, yep. I've never heard Emil. So, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, em- yep. Emil. Emil was my theory. She was she was insisting that sometimes people spell it that way, but pronounce it Emil. And I'm like, well, yeah, it should it should never be pronounced that unless there's an e on the end of it. Yeah, no, it, there and and Emil is. I mean, it, it, this is a the the name sort of goes in a couple different ways, but that's specifically and that is a generational name from my family going all the way back to the great lands of Italy. Ah, um, so uh, going all the way back. So and um, Emil is more French, I, right? I, I guess it would be. I mean, here's when, once you start crossing those borders with those romance languages, I'm sure it gets all confused. Emily Angelica. I, I think I think of South Pacific. Yeah, Emile de Beck. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Very very French, but yeah. um, but yes, I I broke the mold in in the family with my uh, alter ego's e based name, uh, which uh, which which ruined a generational family tree. But honestly, that's sort of what we are. The, it's not your those, fault. It, well, the, the 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 family line that landed in the Midwest sort of broke the mold in a couple different ways, which is you know not bad. Times change. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I uh, see. The captain has another. Uh... Yeah, this is well, intriguing. I, I I took a trip uh, down to uh, down to my usual place. Uh, oh, I, see, I, I know you heard a version of this song already, but uh, I want to hear it again. to the captain's cellar, yeah. We'll do the short version. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> if you want to hear the longer version, listen to other episodes. They're all available. Literally any other okay. episode. <laughs> or go to iTunes and find, get our new single, Captain Exactly. Seller. Captain Yeah. The, the 12 inch uh, disc version. Yes. So the, I, dance, uh, the dance version. Oh, yes. I can't wait for that one. And, which was great because, uh, yeah, one of these days I, I should just po- post all of us dancing to it because we always do. Um, <laughs> so, as I mentioned earlier, um, it's 420. Um, uh huh. And we've never featured a North Carolina beer before. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. so in, in honor of both of those things, I went to my cellar and got something that I, I think I bought at Astoria Beer and Cheese sometime last summer. Okay. Uh, and it is from a brewery. It's uh, it's gonna it's gonna violate uh, Huck's uh, uh, you know, corporate brewery purity. Hey, you oh, know no, what? No, yeah. You know no, what? I took care uh, of that today. I got that you, covered. You had Blue Point last week. Yeah, you've, you've done Goose Island on our barley wine, so you know we all. Do I, might be, I might be ahead of the game. Yeah, this is Wicked Weed. 
Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, Wicked yeah, Weed out of Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, and the name of the beer is Dark Age. And it is a bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with coffee. Oh, and oh, a, lo- a, lo- a local cof- uh, coffee... Oh, man. This lighting here. Uh, I don't know. It's some mountain or something. But let me pour this beer. I'll, I'll get to the rest. It's a 14.1 percenter, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So now, and, and oh, remember, fuck yeah, my dude. And remember, Captain. my first my first one was 12.5. So bless it. Here we go. Bless it. Hashtag bless it. All right. Oh, see, that was a, that was a good bottle crack too. It yeah. was. It was. It was yeah. not a whole lot of air there. But all right, here we go. Yeah. Whoa. There we go. I know. I always say that is an imperial barrel aged coffee stout right there. Yeah, that that beer does not play around. Yeah, it's it's got a really pretty caramel head on there. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. That I mean, that just. uh, I kind of want to swim in it. Like I feel like it would give me pushback if I swum in it. Like it's got. They're gonna have that (laughs) thickness and viscosity. Oh yeah, it's got. It's got. I mean. Right now, the booze is hitting me stronger than the coffee, but the coffee's there. Uh-huh. Uh, it's strange. I tried to look this these guys up a little bit online. Didn't find a whole lot. Um, but, uh, I mean, actually, there's, there's they've got a lot of stuff on their, on their website. Uh, but as far as this particular beer, I couldn't find a whole lot. Somewhere mm. I read uh, there was a version of it that had been uh, aged in Heaven Hill barrels. Not mm. sure about this one because it doesn't say so on the can. Okay, Mountain Air. Is the name of the coffee company out of Asheville, North Carolina? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. The other reason I, I couldn't find a whole lot on this beer was because, like everyone else, they're embracing the sour trend, and almost right. everything on their website. This is from about a year ago. Everything else on their website seems to emphasize the sours and the IPAs, and I think I they even I think they call their uh, their tasting room like the Funk House or something like that. So they're <laughs> really awesome. su- super into the sours. Leaning into that, but uh, but this one is very nice. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna join the party. Oh, All yeah. right. Oh my goodness. This is from our friends at Kingston Standard oh, Brewing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. This is their Hellas Lager. Oh my gosh, living that lager life once again. Living the lager life. Hashtag oh, lager yeah. life. Hellas. Hashtag yeah. Crispy Hellas, chips. Yeah. Hellas. Yeah. Hellas, of course, means a pale lager. And this one's nice. It's got some nutty notes to it. So it's okay. Oh, pour into that pony glass. Ooh. And it's real light in color. As far as like pale lager, I mean, it is. That's that's paler than your usual pale. You know, that's pale. Looks like oh, almost yeah. like a champagne in there. But. Ugh. But oh. see, that, that, but that is a delightful drinking beer. And, and, and it's got beer. this crazy mouthfeel, like the, mm-hmm. like this. This almost this like 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 walnut mouthfeel that I get from it. It's so unique. Oh, it's like an old school beer, you know that we were talking about those yep. Milwaukee beers, but in a in the form of an artisanal craft lager, and it's very delicious. I like it quite a lot. My oh, last one, new. Oh my goodness! And I also that's I love Kingston. the tall. The tall, it's it's the, a, it looks like a tall, thin, straight-sided can. Is what yeah, it's one of those like yeah. like six-point style cans, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a 12-ounce, but it's a rare, uh, you know, it's that rare uh, uh, shaped 12-ounce. Or, oh, I get the Beer Avengers in there. Oh, yeah, go, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah get, oh, get that branding. Just since you can't see it, we're all wearing our Beer Avengers shirts. Yeah. Much to the chagrin oh, yeah. of yeah, of uh, one of our other Beer Avengers. Are we going to? Yeah, it was... That was a fun show last week. He's now ne- he's yeah. never getting a shirt. He shan't be invited never. back either. No, 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 never. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. That's easy to say that because he's not listening. That yeah, because he we we established that he doesn't listen to the shows, <laughs> as far as we know. Honestly, it's he like, just checks the downloads. Don't 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 take anything you heard last week a hundred percent seriously, except for our beer tasting notes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like anything, there's it's, it's like like we said, it turned out to be our April Fool episode. Yeah, a couple weeks late. So as far as huckups, that was there was a lot of oh yeah, uh, you know, made up stuff. Well, sure. Uh, basically about uh, how he's the villain. Yes. Uh, you know, and we could continue that. Uh, you know, 
in real life, he's quite a nice guy, and we're all good friends. Yep. Well, I I, I did have a hookup. I did need to report from. Oh, okay, good. I, I didn't write anything down. No, I and I and I honestly feel guilty about this um, oh, because boy. I, we were talking about the the people power beer that I had last week, which was delicious. Um, but um, I mentioned that in 2017 they started the project, and that is not accurate. That is when the uh, they started the project in 2018, and what happened in 2017 was that the ACLU coupled up with people power, which is a grassroots movement. The beers did not start until 2018. So I wanted to make sure that we were clear. We were a year off. Okay. Good we, to know. So we support, we support the movements, the beers came mm. later, but you know, beer, beer can support a movement. And I feel like, you know, I will drink in support of many movements. Yeah. I think uh, that's a pretty forgivable hookup there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I just want, you know, we, 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 we aim for precision in all instances on this podcast, <laughs> is that what we do? We do. I uh, and, and I and I, I will I will I will add to uh, Huck's Huck up thing about how yes, every every encounter prior to last week has indicated to me that Nutpool is a very nice guy. Um, I, I don't know if he wants us saying that here. Uh, who no, knows? He might try and break in again and prove us wrong. So, uh, but yes, I, I I have in previous we've he's 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 always been very nice. Um, and he did bring some great beers. Uh, yeah, he did. In yeah. fact, oh yeah. That's uh, who knows. I might have even wound up with the uh, with the Sideburn Highway this week because that's another one of those great uh, Fifth Hammer beers. They they not actually now, at at Story Beer and Cheese Ditmars at thirty five eleven Ditmars. They not only did this special giveaway, but they got in a whole lot of Fifth Hammer beer, and they did sort of a mini tap takeover, mm. uh, which I think is still going on there. So they have at least three or four things on tap there from fifth hammer. One of which is sideburns highway, which I still haven't tasted. So I have to go there sometime this week and do it. Mm. Um, I, I do want to add another thing to huckups. Uh, unless this is already on your list. Uh, I don't, I don't have anything written down. Cause if you listen to the show and then you saw what I posted in our various things, you'll notice. And I, I have to say it because I said it multiple times. I was so excited about, all the extra cameo appearances and the extra pours that I stopped being able to count because I very gleefully stated on more than one occasion, uh, you made it a seven pour show. It was an eight pour right. show. It was I, eight. It was an eight pour show. Whoa. So Whoa. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't, I can't let myself off the hook for that one. It was an eight pour show, which I think is how do we get to amazing. You had two. I had two. And Nutbull had two. Nutbull had, had two. two. So and then six. of course, Beer Wonder had one. And Seven. so, uh, and so, Wheat Lightning uh, oh. came in with her life of blonde. Yeah. Yes. And while Cider Girl did show up, she did not show up with a beverage. She, That's she true. Did. We did. We don't have any cider in the house right now. Um, and if I'll any of you looked at our Instagram story, uh, the sound bite I put on for Wheat Lightning was about her beer, and certainly not about her. <laughs> oh, by the way, if, if people if people missed that, I got that. They, they might be feeling left out. If they want to find us on the social medias, where should they look? Well, I don't know if they can find that one particularly. That's the thing about well, Instagram Well, no, that one's stories. gone. That one's gone. Instagram is... stories disappear. So exactly. that, that's but a if, secret thing about eight of us. The, but if they don't want to miss out on the future, where should they right. look? Right. Uh, you should go to uh, our, our Instagram feed is where those always – I think they might show up on Facebook as well. Um, I'm never sure yeah, what you can link them. What. You can link them, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's at the Beer Ventures. Uh, and you can find that at Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. But the the stories I've been scoring all of our beers every week, um, and so I, I should say that yes, I did I did not choose that song for her, but I definitely chose Nutpool's song for him. And it the it second fit. one it was a Janis Joplin song, yeah, yes, okay, <laughs> very crybaby, this crybaby, that was good. But we love you, Nutpool. Um, but uh, but yeah, and also you can email us at thebeervengers at gmail dot com, and uh, you know keep showing up at those places. If you want to subscribe and like us, then more people will know who we are. Unless you want to keep this just a secret between us. But uh, yeah, yeah, don't don't tell your friends. <laughs> no, don't tell your, your friend, friends. Don't tell your friends unless they're cool like you. Yeah, right, man. That's true. Um, no, well, we're, uh, um, we're 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 before in a few weeks. Uh, if we unless everyone stops downloading, uh, we're uh, we're going to be closing in on a thousand downloads. So, no uh, kidding! How so about help that? Help us get there yeah. fast. Uh, yeah. Well, 
Well, in, in terms of weekend beer stuff, um, I am excited to report that the Randolph rooftop is open. I have not mm -hmm. yet visited um, because, of course, I had to flee to the state of Wisconsin. But um, I have every intention of heading over very soon to check it out. Um, so hopefully next week, uh, as we have our important uh, weekly meetings, I will be able to inform you of the glory that is the Randolph rooftop in the neighborhood of Dumbo in the County of Kings, where my undisclosed location is. Wonderful. Yeah, well, now, now that we're all uh, double vaccinated, that's definitely something we should uh, we should start doing. Uh, I know, Huck, you're going to be out of town for, for a bit of time next week. The next time we're all in town, we should all be fully vaccinated with like the two-week thing on top of it. So, yeah, if my math May. is right. May is going to be our month. May is the month. May is, yeah. May is the world's month. I, I will um, definitely. I, I'm, I, I mean, my. my we got a main box. I want to get back to the pony bar. Oh, yeah. Yes. I do think that would be a great pilgrimage oh, oh gosh, for the beer vendors. Right? See, with the glass yes. already. Well, and that, and that fits pilgrimage. in with, again, that fits, we're rotating back around to our 420 theme. Mm -hmm. uh, incidentally, by the way, this is this is a really good beer. It's, yeah, definitely, a, it's definitely a 14% that feels like 14%. Okay. It's a sipping beer. <laughs> that boozy All thing right. is just like you have a sip and you savor it and it's great. Um and I was this one's the opposite. This is a lawn, what they call a lawnmower beer. You get it exactly. You just get her down. And our midwest IPA, to the surprise of no one, is going down at a moderate, considered, relaxed pace. <laughs> it I feels at, some minor urgency, but it's not working that hard. Look at the know, lacing on that glass, too. That's I know. A, I know. It's interesting, it's a, of course, because it's, nice uh, it's, it's this is the very first 420 where cannabis has been legal in the state of New York. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, well, weirdly, weirdly, I was I was reading some of the rules on that today, and apparently it is. Uh, I mean, of course, it's it's still legal to go to the pony bar's happy hour at four twenty, which I love that the pony bars always have their happy hour at four twenty. So that yeah, that's part of the theme as well. Um, the strange thing is, it is not illegal to buy it, but it is still illegal to sell it in the state of new york of course yes, of course is. but you can only be charged with that if it's witnessed directly if the if the it's some it's something like that uh but i here's the other thing i thought was kind of interesting it's not illegal to possess it i suppose at this point it, it, it's right. not definitely not illegal to possess it as long as you're under three ounces um okay. also um they have added things to the list of things where you can get it prescribed for Oh, that's because, right. Because when New York State first uh, made it uh, medicinal marijuana legal, it was very, very limited to people and like really, they're like maybe only three that. things. Now they've expanded that. So even though uh, they're, they're, you won't be able to just go to a store and buy it for until they have all that for like maybe a year and a half or something like that. If you right. can, you, you can, if you have anxiety, uh, you can get a doctor to prescribe you uh, that. So. Well, there you it's, go. Uh, it, it, do you guys have? Can you think of any other like 420 themed beers? The um, the big obvious one I know of is uh, Sweetwater. Oh sure, yeah. right. Which uh, full disclosure, I am uh, I I, I, another, I, uh, I own stock in that. Uh, yeah. I think it's Georgia. Yeah. Well, but uh, as yeah, I always get that on the airplane. Oh, yeah, they have that on planes, a... huh? Delta, Delta always has that one because that's a Georgia beer, I believe. Right? Is that right? I think so, Georgia. I, th I feel like I've had it on JetBlue, but oh, okay. I, mean, I don't drink beer on plane usually, but I've I've had it on yeah. a plane. Well, it's I good. mean, just when we're thinking about like cannabis, just as a general thing, you know, we we've got a little bit of cannabis in our beers sort of tonight because hops are a second cousin of cannabis. Now, people have attempted to use cannabis in place of hops, and while it does work, it does not give you the effects let's put it that way of of you know pot in its own way um but they are related to each other and that's why oftentimes when you smell hot pellets separate from the beer it does kind of smell like someone's been you know smoking pot in where in wherever they've been brewing yeah and they look so, like they look like weed buds too they really do yeah when you when you blow up so they're 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 they're, they're friends with each other both our our beers and our and our weeds yeah, it's interesting. Uh, this this wicked weed had one that was a little more on the nose. They actually made a stout a, a couple years back called Weed Brownie. Oh, nice. <laughs> I know there have been plenty of beers that have used hemp. Yeah, right. Yes. Uh, nothing, nothing that's blown up that's gotten real popular, but certainly there's been experimental craft beers that, have, and because that's a grain, right? 
or uh, would it be considered a, a plant? So I guess you would use it more in place of hops. Yeah, they would usually use it as a crossover for hops, um, for the, as a flavoring agent for that kind of thing. Um, yes, and it does give off some of the same some of the same flavors, but it's not quite the same as what we expect from the hop plant. Apparently, you don't qu quite get as much of the juiciness that you can get from like a a citra or something along those lines. Yeah, it's funny. The reason I uh, that I own a little bit of uh, stock in uh, in Sweetwater uh, is specifically because about a year ago, I I, I bought some stock in a uh, Canadian uh, cannabis company called Afria. Oh, and, oh, good for you. And to be part of, so they could sort of make inroads into the U.S. without actually, because they, you know, obviously couldn't sell their regular product, they decided right. to buy a uh, a cannabis friendly brewery to to so they could get <laughs> get their toes a little into the U.S. market. So they bought Sweetwater. Oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, so, that tracks. That's a good way to yeah, go about yeah. it. Um, so. I haven't had that. It's funny. Like, I don't know if it's just because I, I don't want to j just uh, to, to be too much of a, like me to push some, pushing something that I have a, a stake in, but we have not had Sweetwater on the show. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll change that soon. And they're independently uh, owned. They are. Yep, they're, they're, a, they're, well, they're owned by Afria. Oh, oh, you just said that, huh? Yeah. It's they're, they're I mean, but it's, it's, uh, but it, it, they're, but they're not owned by a mega brewery. They are right. owned by a Canadian cannabis company. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I missed the connection there. I'm fading away, kids. I know. I'm about, well, I'm about, I'm about ready to play the old theme song and call it a night. But uh, well, I was going to say what I could do is other... also take a nap. If you guys want to keep talking, just wake me up and I'll I'll come in and play well, the song. I mean, you know, I I, am, I have to I have to attend to the state of Wisconsin. I do feel the the weight of my responsibilities here to save the entire state from questionable beer. So you know, there, <laughs> that's going to be a big that's going to be a big project. I know the, the whole the entirety of of Lambeau Field in Green Bay needs some work. The whole country needs that. Well, true, true, and you know, notably today we hopefully made a step in the right direction. We're making so, inroads. Yep. I did also exactly. want to briefly mention, of course, as I mentioned last week, that I uh, I got my full vaccination. Uh, yep. Very it's, exciting. It's, it's, I'm, I'm I'm almost uh, closing in on my first week post post vaccinated. Two weeks is the is the is when you can call yourself fully vaccinated. Um, I also watched this really good movie because we're oh, yeah. going to be seeing uh, the Oscars maybe if if you watch that sort of thing. Uh, mm -hmm. And there's a fantastic Danish movie called Another Round. Oh yeah, yes. And that there, the premise of it is, and apparently this is some actual theory, whether there's any credence to it or not, is the idea that as human beings, uh, we are alcohol deficient. Okay. That is that that we would all actually be more spontaneous and creative uh, if we were if we were always at a point oh five percent alcohol level. It's, uh, I, I but, see some logic to this. Yeah, and, and so it's basically hmm. it's a bunch of friends who are high school teachers decide they are going to explore this theory. Oh, it's that does not, sound it, a little more interesting. It's okay. not about always being hammered, although of course sometimes they do err on that side of it. But they all like they all like get these little uh, breathalyzers so they can monitor it very closely. Oh, that and sounds, go I and would want to watch that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, and it's it's. I think because it's a European film, it has a more nuanced take on it. Because I think sure. if this were if this were an American film, the end of it would be all of them learning their lesson and never drink again. When yeah, like right. leaving Las Vegas. Oh yes, yeah. And, That's kind of what I thought it was down that along those lines. No, this yeah, or or like Lost Weekend or something like that. All yeah, Lost Weekend. It is, right. And yeah. that's I thought I thought that's something as well because it would be like a cautionary tale. No, yeah. it it is. It is uh, all of these people are changed, and sometimes they go to some dark places. And sometimes they go to some wonderful places, and oh, it wow. doesn't. And, and it doesn't like it doesn't like have a moralizing message at the end. Oh, if that's, okay. If that's, if that's if that's not, I mean, I think that's vague enough that it doesn't qualify as a spoiler. Yeah. No, uh, I like I, I, that's yeah. making me want to watch it now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can you tell to... us of, of the services where we might be able to find? You know, it's on Hulu streaming. Okay, great. I mean, it was released at. I think it was one of those things where it. It was released at some film festivals during one of the, on some of the European festivals right around the time that they were starting to open things up before they closed everything down again. It like got sure, a little window right. there uh, and got a lot of attention there. And uh, yeah, it got picked up by Hulu. And uh, 
and, and it's only like about 90 minutes long too so, so all right that. uh so it's if you want to see the lighter side of uh of tv's hannibal yeah that's right mads mickelson it's funny because mads mickelson i feel these like these dutch and danish actors when they cross over into america because they have these like sharp you know angular aryan features they always play villains in american movies right right that's true you know Very like true. retker Hauer and jerome crab uh but it's interesting when you see the movie is like he's like he's a bland high school history teacher <laughs> because he everyone you know looks like some variation right. on him right. there so it's not like <laughs> oh you're you've got these sharp features so you're, you're going to be a bond villain now uh which he was in casino royale right um, on but uh, check it out but yeah, it's uh, and, and who knows? Right. Maybe uh, maybe we'll have a future thing where we did talk about one point about maybe talking about uh, having an episode about uh, movies and beer. So so maybe we'll be doing that soon. All right. So that's uh, I see uh, Hutch's. We did uh, talk uh, about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that would be a, that would be an excellent use of our uh, beer ventures time. Yeah, F- and, I, Phil, and I will Phil. also I will also say I want to I want, I want to give a shout out to our friends at the Love of Cinema podcast because I'd been yeah. meaning to watch it in general, but they did an episode where they featured that. And that's what sort of pushed me to listen to it, so I, to watch it, so I could listen to their episode. So uh, check them out; uh, they're also on the Podbean Network. Um, all right, I think that's wow. That's that's all we all we have this week. Uh, we did it again, we, folks. We did it again. We did brought it. you the glory, saved you from bad beer. Drink more. Be uh, good to each other. So, so so check us out next week. We've we've got. Uh, all sorts of uh, wonderful things coming up for our, uh, we're, you know, we're well past the six month mark. We're going to keep going. We're going to give you a show every week. And uh, we have, we have some repeat guests and some new guests and lots of exciting beer ventures ahead of you. Uh, and one that... last pitch, make oh, sure yeah. that you check out the captain and beer wonders roommates on who wrote this shit next week, where they'll be appearing for more information, go to www.tslive.com. Absolutely, yes. It's uh, and they're also at, at hashtag or they're at, at WWTS Live on Instagram. Uh, it's it's it'll be streaming throughout the week and beyond. But uh, but there's nothing quite like watching that show live streaming when it's on uh, Monday night at nine o'clock, nine p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Yep, exactly. Because it's so much fun playing the home game where you can put in your own comments and uh, and yeah, my roommate will be there and. Uh, He'll be proudly portraying, per, per, presenting, this is 14 percenter. Uh, he'll there be you go. proudly displaying the Abri Avengers logo so you don't forget who we are. Um, Fabulous. All right. I think that's the end of the show. Uh, and thank you all. And uh, Huck, play us out. See you next week. Hey, let me do that again. Sorry. Well, with a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, beer, beer. Beer Avengers, beer, 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 beer Avengers. Beer Avengers.